live and reeling from only getting one of my predictions right from last week's Forge Cavalry game. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Way to go, Mark. I lost a lot, Honestly. A lot of money on this. Why would you even do that? Raise your voice. You're our solid go-to person, Mark. We Ooh. trust you. I haven't been right since the Belarusian lockdown season. Okay, so this, this but you were due. My, yeah, this mm. has put my retirement back at least ten years, Mark. Why? The odds of Hamilton scoring seven and then keeping a clean sheet against Calgary. Why would you put the, to to have to have to have? Did you not see the beard promo, Mark? Like, that was certainly going to, like... Your retirement, you probably Mm. could have put down $100 and probably made about $500,000 off of it. But somehow you went all in. And I can't stop you Mm. for that. I can't. I'd have put... I I couldn't even find a betting house that would give me those odds because they're like, that's not happening. (laughs) Even for my dollar, my one famous cheeky dollar, which... Nearly won me two grand when Canada qualified. Yeah, I remember that. Good times. Anyway. All right. Yeah. Anyway. No one listen to Mark's predictions anymore. Yeah. Not the tipster everyone thought. I know. Obviously. All right. Well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. The podcast that says, bye, Bruce. On this week's show, we talk about some League One Ontario. That's right. See if anything has changed in the Campail standings. Prepare to not be shocked, probably. Take a look at the uh, Canucks NT squad for the upcoming Olympic qualifiers. Talk some TFC, because yes, we do still do that. And much more. I know. Sorry. And now to this week's panel. Lover of local soccer, say hello to Duncan Fletcher. Hello. Uh, I did eventually make it out of the uh, the food building um though sadly only because i offered up tony as a sacrifice to uh colin samuel the the phantom of the food building so uh, thank you for your service tony uh r.i.p he will be missed i mean if he shows up he'll be missed that, that explains so much mm. uh also an aficionado of local fitty welcome to mark hinckley i've been known from time to time to partake i've been yeah i've been I, I, to to uh you know sample the local football cuisine from time to time yeah anyway thank you for having me anytime uh in the clutches or i don't know inside the Colin Samuel. uh tony won't be joining us this week mm. as for me i will support some local football this weekend i promise i swear i i still do that Occasionally. I am your host, Krista Knowles, and now to our show. Working. Working. Allow. (laughs) I was like, getting prepared to dance. Oh. Oh. Sounds like Britney Spears. Uh, Not according to Constantin Ogorelin. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a name. I didn't make that up. That's totally a name. I I believe you. Yeah, All right. Well, that's that, that, that's that's giving me very '90s Britney Spears vibes right there. Mm. Oh, it's back. I'm a slave. Yes, 100. percent That's exactly what it is. 
All Everyone right. get your giant snakes and uh, yeah. So I mean, random. this is music. Right. It's it's probably a giant iguana. <laughs> Everything's got to be slightly just like you know, slightly off kilter. Yeah, just oh, slightly God. off brand. Giant iguana though, like the claws. Ow. Kirk, Kirkland, Kirkland brand scratch marks. Kirkland brand. You know, like just like it's not it's not what you want, but it's it's still not bad. It'll do the trick. It's, it's close enough. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, uh, what's been happening? Uh, as I mentioned in the intro, League One Ontario. Uh, the weekend before last, a very exciting match was played between the Simcoe County Rovers or JDGFC and Scrosopi for League One Ontario supremacy and a spot in next year's Voyagers Cup. Our very own Duncan Fletcher was in attendance. Ooh, so, I'm Duncan, mm. tell us all about it. Who's in the V Cup next year? What was it like? Go. Um, okay, well, to, to answer the first question, uh, Simcoe County Rovers FC are Woo! your 2023 League One Ontario champions and will be in the Voyagers Cup next year. Uh, congratulations to all the, the local footballers who uh, own the team there and uh, are going to be you know, doing things. Um, but yeah, overall, it was... Uh, Quite an enjoyable evening out. It was, uh, the game ended 4-2. Uh, nice. Simcoe County uh, scored two like goals probably within the first 10 minutes, um, which kind of helped because, you know, finals can often be KG boring affairs, but uh, this one, oh, you get an early goal, that kind of forces things. So uh, that was nice. Um, they eventually, Scrosopi, uh, um, which uh, my... Understanding of Southern European languages, it tells me it translates to Scrotum FC. Mm. Um, <laughs> oh my uh, God, please <laughs> say that is true because that would be wonderful. It's, I mean, just look at the badge. Mm. Um, yeah, fair. It's, uh, yeah, it's they came back, got a goal just before half time, and then uh, you know, went back to 3 1 to Simcoe. Then they had a player sent off, Simcoe did, and they got back to 3 2, but then they ended 4 2. And uh, um, yeah, it was all in all a, a good quality game. But uh, um, this the experience as well. It was quite good. I think basically, up at the Ontario Soccer Center, whatever it is, it's up in Vaughan. Um, it, it's got basically just like one, like a big, sort of long, sort of bleach roll on one side of the, uh, the pitch there. And that was pretty full. So there's probably about like, say about uh, like a couple of thousand people there, probably all together. And it was quite a decent sort of engaged crowd, really, especially the sort of it was essentially the Simcoe County uh, end of it all. And uh, yeah, it was you know, there a lot of people there that quite invite into it. And it's you know, not just in a uh, just sort of generic of like, well, yeah, we're family. We're here to kind of like cheer on, say, but maybe one individual person or anything like that. Or, you know, we're, we're here just to like, just sing like songs and just go through a rotation. So, yeah, okay, this was like a crowd that was actually paying attention to the match. There was a lot of, you know, getting angry at the referee and just the, you know, uh, ironic cheers when the opposition tries to put a cross in and just like hits it wildly over the bar. It was like, oh. This is like these. This crowd is actually like paying attention and reacting to the game. This is sort of delightful and quite enjoyable. Um, so yeah, it was uh, quite good, really. Um, the random observations, you know, I think they, they could have done a better job of, of monetizing this. 
Um, Go on. There was, there was no sort of merch stands at all. No one was selling. Oh, yeah, you said no scarves. No, no one was selling scarves or anything um, for this. I think there was, there was like a booth there with some people in there. So, yeah, it was with, I guess, some like official programs, but that was essentially it. And even food-wise, all there was was like just one guy with a very like portable barbecue and like cooking up some like burgers and hot dogs. I mean, fair enough, you're not going to have really? like, permanent food stands or anything there, but, you know, just get get a, some kind of like professional food truck in. Or like food them, truck, yeah. Know, they've done something. Um, so it was a, a little odd in that sense, but, huh. you know. Um, but that's nice to see a, a big occasion. It's really it's just all about the football. It's not about the, the money-making occasions. So, sure, I shouldn't complain about that. Um, also, the, the announcer just had like zero sort of monster truck voice to him at all. Just everything. It was just the, yeah, goal scored in the fourth minute by Simcoe County Rovers number seven, this guy. They're just no attention <laughs> to any of his announcements whatsoever. Oh like substitutions, goals, red cards, anything. It's just that's just disappointing very, given the occasion. Yeah, just very flat. Okay, here's the basic information. What have you? There's no emotion needed for any of this. Um, <laughs> entertained me more and more as the uh, as the game went on. And uh, yeah, what else? Also, just watching a game without any kind of like big screen for replays or anything. It's just like, oh, okay. I mean, the first two goals were kind of like the other end of the pitch from where I was, and I couldn't, I couldn't really tell exactly what happened. And it's like, oh, well, I guess I'm never going to know, really. Okay. Which is weird in this day and age, because you know, it's always to say, hey, all right, something happened. Did you kind of catch that? No. All right. It'll show it up there. Oh, well, that was nice. It was just none of that. It's just like, huh. Okay, I can see the goal went in, the ball went in. I don't really know exactly how. You'll never know. Um, so that was a fun uh, little aspect of it. But uh, yeah, all in all, uh, it was uh, good to get out there and a uh, uh, an entertaining, it was actually a, a decent game and just a, an entertaining experience altogether. So uh, hooray for Simcoe Rounty Rovers, uh, you know, kicking the scrotes. Well done. Very nice. Excellent. Was there uh, any like players or anything that sort of um, stood out? For, like, did you anyone like that caught your eye in terms? You're like, oh, I want to pay attention to this player if they catch on somewhere else. Um, none that I could tell you about because neither team had names on the back of the shirts. It was just like oh. numbers, and that was it. And like only like one team had like a sponsor on there as well. In some ways, it was delightfully retro, especially yeah, the the scrotes. They just had, all right, it was basically just like right. basic sort of black shirt with like a uh, the badge on it, no sponsor, and then just number on the back, no names. Uh, they you know kind of gave off a, a very uh, New Zealand rugby vibe. I think there's like at least one of their sort of centre forwards, like fairly sort of tall, kind of stocky guy, and it's like, oh yeah, you completely look like you're you should be playing rugby for uh, New Zealand. Um, but um, yeah, so yeah, oh. I, I can't tell you an individual name or anything like that at all. No. Okay. And um, you did you drive up or did you take transit up? Ah, no, I drove up. Good. I, smart man, yeah. smart man. Yeah, I. I not entirely sure even how I would go about doing that. To... Oh, it's doable. It's just 
But presumably you can get the subway out to Vaughan these days, but then where do you go from there? Oh, then you get on a bus and then you get dropped off at a random corner. And Ooh. yeah, anyway. Yeah, no, no, I wasn't going to do that. So uh, yeah, drove up there. Um, got slightly lost on the way back, just directionally, just confused about which way I was supposed to be turning to try and get to the uh, to the highway and got that sort of wrong. So ended up just driving back uh, through the northern bit of, uh, I guess, York of, of uh, Toronto, rather than like, just going back on the highway and everything. But uh, yeah, uh, James Grossi, not a good navigator. Mm. No. No. Mm. Long yeah, suspected, long suspected that, yeah, actually. Yeah, I can see yeah. that. You're just, you know, you kind of like sit in the passenger seat and sort of talk your ear off and all that sort of thing. Delightful company, but oh, well, oh, were we supposed to have turned there? Ah, uh, okay. Which way are we going? No, you know, okay. I mean, to be perfectly fair, he is MLSsoccer.com's James Grossi and not Google Maps' James Grossi. That's true. Mm -hmm. That is true. And, yeah. and I, I say this from an incredible amount of respect and love for that guy. But like, I mean, you know, it's it's what the business card probably says. Like, just <laughs> expectations tempered. Love you, James. Mm -hmm. But James Grossi, I'm not here for navigation. <laughs> that's, that's, I'm here to tell you about every youth player you've ever seen. Yes, but I can't tell you how they got there, like physically no. got there, because I, I, <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> All right. Well, delightful. And congratulations to JDG. And uh, maybe, hey, maybe uh, maybe Julian can pull some strings and uh, get Voyager's Cup on TSN next year. I mean, uh -huh. I would love that, but uh, so just just a just just a, I went and looked up uh, Scrisapi FC and uh, the can't. not to, as much as Duncan's version is way more entertaining, full disclosure, way more entertaining. Are you about to burst our bubble? Our, our childish, childish the club, bubble? The club is named after St. Luigi Scrosopi, who is the patron saint of footballers. Scrosopi was uh, how he was pronounced by Mr. Dull, guy on the uh, the thing there, Scrosopi FC. Um, um, to be, what's funny, what's funny is, is that um, between, between the, guy with the portable barbecue and uh the announcer it really see really feels like um it kind of feels like this is what um an elite house leagues final would look like except with 2000 people <laughs> um, like like and I, and I can just imagine like and I'm sure they're all volunteers I'm not crapping on volunteers not at all but I like the idea that they're all, that a bunch of people are sitting around, uh, you know, in a, either in a boardroom or on a Zoom call, and they're like, "Okay, so we're gonna need, uh, we're gonna need like hot food to sell, like for concessions." And you know, one guy goes, "I got it covered, no problem." Mm -hmm. and he just took him at face value. He's Steve's got it, no problem. Yeah, yeah. Dino, your uncle's got a barbecue, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And his solution is. <laughs> The barbecue I went camping with last week because there was still a little bit of propane left, <laughs> and then a run to Costco, and it's like, okay, you know, that's charming. That's genuinely charming, and I'm it. It just not not 
not the not the grand occasion I think that it probably could have deserved, but we're still figuring shit out. I mean, did they even think that two thousand people were going to show up for this game, or how many ever? Like, is that that was that your guess about two two thousand? Yeah, that that's would be my. I mean, it probably somewhere. I I don't I'm not great with crowds, but uh, that would be roughly sort of my guess. I don't think anything ever officially got announced, but I mean that's Rob people who were you know let into the main thing. There were a bunch of people like just standing around on sort of like just outside the the stadium in air quotes, um, just on the other side of the uh, sort of fence there that you can easily like just a chain link fence you can easily see through, and without having to pay. Um, but you know, even just like checking the tickets, I mean, we kind of like walked in and was like, yeah, you got to like tickets on the phone. There, so okay, okay, just just like let me like put a stamp on your hand. Did not in any way look at the tickets on the phone. They could have been for anything. Um, so you know, exactly how many tickets got sold, and they knew how many people were coming. Who knows? Um, yeah, very charming. And uh, yes, yeah, the amateur. As well, another fun little thing about it, a bit of a pitch version at the end as well. It never fully got going, but oh, lovely. Uh, uh, a few like people can just like hop the, uh, and it's basically it's like a fence, probably about three foot, like a three foot high sort of fence yeah. that is basically just there to stop balls from rolling <laughs> miles away. And, you know, kind of serves as a, a perimeter. So, you know, it was probably about like 20 or 30 people kind of like hopped over the fence at the end to join in the celebrations. And and the uh, you know, announcer guy came on and said, oh, that fans, we remind you, please don't enter the pitch. I mean, if, if memory serves, it's, it's not it's not grass, is it? No, no, it's yeah. not. Yeah, if, I've, I, have, I have not been up there since the cpsl hamilton thunder days and Ooh, oh my yeah yeah that's 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 a that's a that's a time that's a throwback right there yeah i mean i saw some pretty like this i think this was when yes hamilton was homeless uh because they didn't pay their bill oh, so <laughs> fucking true story so went up uh <laughs> went up to managed to convince people to constantly go up to vaughn and we went to a game they were playing against a team called trois river attack and Trois Rivera showed up with, I believe, exactly 14 players. 11 starters, three subs. And um, one player, like our supporters group was about four people deep, which is really four <laughs> more than everybody deserved, but whatever. So, Did you actually go in a taxi? Uh, no, no, no. We, taxi. we, we drove we, 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 we drove up. And um, the... Uh, one of the players for Tuarever absolutely fucking leathered the ball about 25 yards out and top corner. Nobody's picking that out. And he like, he immediately turned to me and my, my buddies just like to taunt us. Like, look what I did. I go, if you're so, if you're so good, do it again. About 18 minutes later, <laughs> or did it again. And I'm like, holy shit, that's amazing. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, like I, 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 I hope, I hope, genuinely hope that there is somebody out there who goes to like their local League One games and has actually had a few moments of just, I can't fucking believe I just saw that. Yeah, like, like if they weren't in love with this already, they're all like that. Just deepens it because now they've got 
a legit bonker story to tell about I saw this at a game once and it made no fucking sense. Um, surprisingly, That's I think awesome. Hamilton won the game 3-2, which is even weirder. But what like spectacular performance, just incredible. Um, nice. But anyway, yeah, I, I but I do remember that that as soon as you said the three foot high fence, immediately I knew what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. The most non-fence fence I've ever seen yeah. at a sporting park. <laughs> yeah, this is not about crowd control. This is basically just acting as a ball boy. Yeah, it's just like one <laughs> continuous yeah, pitch ball boy. The last thing we want is the ball to come up and knock the Starbucks out of your hand. So protection. Yeah. I think it's more just so that the players don't have to run 50 yards after the ball and then to bring it back would be my uh, my main guess. But uh, it doesn't serve much purpose aside from that. And mm. certainly didn't stop uh, people from being able to uh, get on there. And the, the main problem was like some people decided to, oh, this is a perfect place to just kind of like rest on to watch the game. And there was basically two security guards for the game uh, who would kind of guess just wander back and forth up and down the stand, just constantly reminding, yeah, can, can you not stand at the front there? You know, can, you know, don't stand there, you're blocking people's view, which uh, you know those people didn't like. And um, yeah, they weren't blocking anyone's view. It was funny. Um, so yeah, the, the, the security guards, they, they were... A menacing group, I tell you. Fun. Yes. Outstanding. So, yes. When some of the Simcoe County, oh, uh, County supporters were letting off, like, f- not flares, but just like smoke things. Yeah. Eventually, about like two or three minutes later, these two security guys come sort of wandering up. You know, by then, whoever lit it, set it off had long gone. So it's just like, okay, good job, guys. You're, you're on top of things. But hey, that's better than being actually on top of things and being fully obnoxious and causing problems. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. I'm so glad. I'm really, I really am glad that that sort of that match had, you know, lots of people and some engaged fans there and all that stuff. So yeah. you know, it's just, it's, a, it's you know, it continues to build. League One Ontario, the League One Canada, all that stuff continues to grow. More teams get added more people come out it's just it's becoming it's really starting to grow into something really really awesome for um for that tier so well Mm -hmm. done all um marcus yes so we're we're gonna we're gonna talk about briefly we're gonna review the standings uh in campiel um that are basically unchanged because nobody seems to want to move up or down the fucking standings when they have the chance, (laughs) you know, Pacific just like, I I don't, I don't understand these guys. Um, Sure. Halifax changed nine players in their lineup uh, for this match um, and managed to get a draw. And then, um, uh, Winnipeg, the Grim Ice, uh, decided that, hey, they knew how to score goals and beat the YU guys, which is hilarious. Um, and exactly unexpected. And then uh, the Space Penises uh, managed to get a result against the Outletti. Mm-hmm. They're still mathematically in it. They're not going to make it, but mathematically, they are still in it. Um, I mean, but what we're really here to hear, sorry, go ahead, Mark. I was just going to say that with it, 
with enough luck and hope, um, they'll get right into the thick of it. And when this whole season is done, you'll have teams two through eight separated by four points. So <laughs> it's 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 the it's the parody league's uncomfortable erection of this is exactly what we wanted all along scenario. So. Isn't it exciting? No, um, sucks balls. But anyway, <laughs> more teams, God damn it. Hurry up. Anyway. Yep. So and the match that we talked last week, of course, the highly anticipated clash between Hamilton and Calgary, which we were expecting goals galore and, and fights and controversy and rah. And uh, Mark Hinckley was there. Marcus, please tell us all about Taryn Campbell's triumph and uh, Carducci crying. Yeah. So about that. Um... <laughs> well, I will le- I'll lead with that. Carducci was 90% likely to be crying. Now, I cannot confirm that because I I can't, from that distance, I can't read emotions, people. I just can't. To be fair, I'm not very good at reading emotions for people in front of me. But, like, from that far away, it's nearly impossible. And his face was wet right by the tear ducts. Definitely. That was, that is a fact. It's also a fact that it was drizzling pretty steadily from about the 60th minute until the end of the game. So I'm not technically wrong due of the facial wetness part, but the cause of it, I cannot confirm. So I'm chalking that up as a win because everything else was a fucking bust. My God. Nil, 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 nil. Another spectacular draw. Um, I, I what what is staggering is that uh, Hamilton's like th- four of their last five games have ended in draws. Yep. Um, I have seen in person two in a row where they got scoreless draws. So I'm now thinking about not going to games anymore, <laughs> just in case I'm the reason. Uh, <laughs> the, the last thing we need, and I say we, I mean Hamilton uh, needs, um, uh, is. Uh, is just lack of lack of goals, you know, or lack of lack of excitement. Um, I feel like I've seen a lot of zero goal performances in person. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, uh, nonetheless, uh, it was a game that was played entirely in the midfield. I don't know, either, slightly more shots than the uh, than the Ottawa Hamilton fiasco of a couple weeks ago. My God, people traveled for that. <laughs> You guys, they fucking <laughs> traveled. They'd gotten their cars I've heard, and they drove. And drove, yeah. And I then they went that. and were disappointed. And then they had to go back. <laughs> Holy shit. So anyway, um, yeah, that was, again, slightly better game. A little more interesting. Um, uh, Escalante apparently has passed the diving badge certification from uh, one player to another. Hmm. As Yeah, it w- I was I was quite... I was quite impressed uh, to see that uh, um, Daly, uh, um, J- Jesse Daly, Australian, huh? Right, right, uh, right. Uh, he he went for he went for the most shittiest. When's the, I mean, when like are there good dives? He he kind of brushed up against, um, he brushed up against Becker and just collapsed and drew drew the free kick just outside the box, which resulted in nothing because it was scoreless. But then he did it about 10 minutes later 
and he kind of like was just grazed. I don't even know if he actually phys- like there was actual contact, but he was close enough to a player where he then fell in a heap and the ref immediately recognized that and handed him a yellow. So uh, nice to see that some tradition, it's, it wasn't Escalante, it's a Calgary thing. They have one designated diver, fucking punch him. Anyway, um, otherwise, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a game. That's probably the nicest thing I could put. It was a game. I managed to get the foam Bobby Smirniotis beards. Um, I, I presume that you, you, you haven't taken it off since, Mark. It, it's such well, a, a classy, well, amazing, awesome bit of, uh, um, of swag. Well, to be fun fact, um, I'm afraid of tearing it because I somehow got it over my giant skull and now I don't know how to get it off. <laughs> so it's not that I'm wearing it because I love it. I'm wearing it because I don't want to wreck it. And I figure by the looks of how thin the foam was, um, I'm about three showers away from that disintegrating anyway. So it might solve itself. Uh, but uh, also like, like, okay. I don't know if anybody at Forge's marketing team uh, listens to this. And if you do, hilarious. Welcome aboard. Explain to me why you made a foam beard for the, let's be fair, very recognizable bald, giant, gray bearded manager, (laughs) an orange beard, when his beard technically is one of the two club colors. Why couldn't you make a gray beard? I know it doesn't look as cool on tv but bobby doesn't have an orange beard i barely have an orange beard and i'm a redhead so like 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 work it out guys for his 300th match because you know he's probably going to be here for that long gray beard no more orange beard back to you Kristen. thanks mark so with the super exciting weekend that was uh the standings are exactly the same uh calgary in first then pacific just ahead of hamilton uh on basically a goal differential but also a game in hand and then halifax and then ottawa um and ottawa is just ahead of the yu guys because of a goal differential and also a game in hand so There are five games left for most of the teams, four left for Hamilton and the YU guys. Uh, There's a couple more. There's another, I think, uh, Pacific plays Ottawa tomorrow. Uh, They're doing their Ontario swing or their Eastern Canada trip right now. And uh, who knows what will change? Probably nothing. Probably nothing. But we'll talk about it again next week. Just on the off chance that something changes, I don't even care what changes now. You know, I, I obviously I want I want the Aquaman to to somehow supplant Calgary for first because I just do, but mm. I almost don't care. I just want something to change the standings. I agree. I mean, Kristen supports half the league. Why can't one uh, half of that be in first? I think is what, right? we're, what we're coming to. This is basically what I'm saying here. Ooh. Oh. Ba, 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 ba. Ba, ba, it's got a bit of an Enya vibe to yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's Kirkland brand Oracle Flow. 
Mm. Yes, that's totally what that is. Take a boat, take a boat, take a boat. Like, honestly, you can't sail away. <laughs> um, that would be copyright infringement. I feel like this is a show in itself, just going through all these fucking Zoom music things and just finding but the ones assembly. Also- this is also jaunty filler music for a brief montage of oh, like absolutely. a period piece, you know? Yep. yep. Or please stand by. Operators are working oh, tirelessly. Oh. To get to Your call is important to us. Anyway. Oh yeah, I would I would hate this after about seven minutes. You're right. Oh god, yeah. yes. Perfect hold music. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Wow. Time to move on to what? (laughs) Indeed. All right. Time for some what we're talking about. We've got a variety of things to discuss this week, Um, but we're going to dive right in and talk about Sebastian Javinko again. So, as you know, uh, as we've mentioned, uh, he had been practicing, you know, working out up at the BMOT G trying to get back into game shape or just seeing how he's doing or if anything is possible. Well, a few days ago, that changed to him actually working out and practicing with the team. So it's not just him off on his own doing stuff. He's actually been practicing with the full team. And that's basically all that we know right now. However, Toronto has until Friday to make a decision because that's when MLS roster freeze comes down you have to submit your 30-man roster and you cannot change or add any you cannot add anybody to that until after mls cup that's it so if they're going to do it this is the time now of course we were hoping that this news would have either been either happened or oh no just another it's too bad it's not going to happen this time either um before we recorded Of course it didn't. So that means that it will happen uh, tomorrow day after recording or Thursday. It'll happen before Friday is what I'm saying. Uh, We're recording on Tuesday. So hi uh, to the future. future. Seba signing. Yes. Um, So, you know, we've heard little, little rumblings that he's looking good, obviously good enough to, for them to have him practice with the full team. Um, Does this, the fact that they haven't been splashing his picture all over their social media, weirdly for me, has a sense of making it feel slightly more legit. Does that make sense? Like that they've, they've been trying to pull back the PR aspect of it? Um, or is that just me? I could see that. Uh, mostly because the last thing that we... we... I feel like that Toronto FC supporters want is false hope. Um, we've had so much of it this year. I <laughs> really would just, I'd be happy for a sandwich at this point. Um, so like, let's not get, let's not get people worked up over the idea that Sebastian Javinko is, that this is going to result in him starting next game or even substituting next game. You know, he might, he might be seeing, you know, improvements in himself, coaching might be seeing improvements, scouting might be seeing improvements. And they're now just at the point where we can sign him to a to some kind of a deal, some kind of a contract, because we have a spot, whatever. I don't I don't know what how many spots they have left, but it's kind of like we our choices are we can take him 
or we can take another academy kit as an emergency backup backup which knowing the side he could very well play against orlando at the end of october so um and i mean yeah it's going to be at the last the last minute i wouldn't be i wouldn't be terribly surprised if they sign him if there was a way they could sign him and not make it public, they would have already done this already <laughs> uh, for that very reason. Um, and of course, then there's the wrestling side of me that just hopes they never say it. And then at halftime, they play his, his, uh, his, his entrance music as a substitute. And, you know, there's this dramatic video montage that plays up on the screen as he's being announced for the 45th minute sub at the beginning of the second half. And the crowd goes absolutely fucking mental, which Okay, do that, please. That'd be fucking awesome. Um, otherwise, it's yeah, it's not in their best interest truly to like make a bigger deal out of it than than it may actually end up being. So, well, I feel like like I put in my notes. I said, you know, anyway, is this another another feel good story to end the season? And I say another because like they're obviously trying for a vibe shift around the club, you know, um, hiring John Herdman, uh, bringing Ash and Morgan back into the fold, winning um, a game, winning a game, um, craziness, you know, like it's, 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 it's madness. But, and I feel like I really do think that Seba would almost be like a little bit of a feel good cherry on top. Um, if he is indeed fit, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But the reason I asked about the the PR thing or the lack of pictures, the lack of promotion is the last time, like that's all they did, right? Like he was splashed on all of TFE, TFC socials constantly. Like it was like, hey, look who's, look who's training with, oh, look who's at practice. You know, like that was all they did. But like they put up, they put up um, pictures from training all the time from, from, uh, on on uh, their Instagram and stuff like that, and I've yet to see even like the hint of that could possibly be his leg kind of thing in any of them. So I just find I find the change and now they have a different social media person now too, but I just find it interesting that this is the tack they're taking. They're trying to be quiet about it, um, which again makes me think that it's going to happen. And again, I don't know if that's just hope. Why I hope for this, I'm not sure. Partly chaos, partly nostalgia, partly because why the fuck not? It's not going to cost them hardly anything. Mm. Anyway, Duncan, your thoughts? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I love you, Duncan. Like, never change, yeah, please. I, mm, I'm sure it'd be delightful and fun and probably about as useful as when D-Row came back in 2013, 2014, whatever it was. Hell and, yeah. Um, yeah, I, sure, yeah. Yeah. If he can be more point. useful than Victor Vasquez this season. Burn, is that that's, what, not, like, that's fair, though. Well, it is fair, and, and I say that as a as a lover of Victor Vasquez, but it, it hurts, it hurts to, to that's say a it. Thing. But he has not, well, he's barely played, for one thing. Um Anyway, you know what I mean. I'd mm-hmm. be more excited if we'd sign Billy Sharp than signing Sebastian Javanka. <laughs> Amazing. Um, I, yeah. The Dero yeah, thing is fair, but I also felt like the Dero thing was kind of a uh, 
like let's 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 end this on let's let's end your career on better terms than you than left. how it ended yeah. because they see value in him post career which love him or hate him which is basically me or duncan um <laughs> is like it was a great move i feel i still think it was a great move uh why not this didn't end nearly as it's the word i'm looking for uh disgruntled lovers (laughs) just like just hate almost hating one another um yeah in the same way because this was just a case of seba wanted to stay they probably offered him what they thought was a reasonable fair contract and then there was another offer which was going to pay him four and a half times more than what he made the previous season, which was, he was going to take a pay cut. So like very, very different scenarios on how, how they left the club, but it still gives me those vibes where it's like heroes return. So. Mm-hmm. And the, the one thing I'll say is, you know, this is making Ashton Morgan's job pretty fucking difficult, isn't it? And this is setting a pretty fucking high bar for alumni, for alumni relations. <laughs> hey, I, you, you, you used to play with us. Yeah, do, do you want to maybe kind of come back and do an appearance or something? Yeah, I want to. So I want to train with the team for a month and then sign for the team for the last month of the season and then get a big like happy send off. Can you arrange that for me, Ashton? Can you? Can you? <laughs> no, no. Then fuck you. I, I mean, uh, put him in an impossible position. I, I I like the idea that uh, that uh, Ashton Morgan called him up and and Javico was kind of like finally yes I want to play and he's like I just wanted to know if you wanted to come for a luncheon in October um, like they were <laughs> the expectations were set very differently but Javico got his way and yeah but I do like that that's that's pretty that's particularly hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so right. this is how you you know how you treat your old players and everything. Is like, yeah, all right, let them do a comeback victory lap, actually with the first team. Hey, mm. uh, yeah, good luck, Ashton. <laughs> um, moving on from feel good story to. More MLS nonsense. Uh, Bruce Mm. Arena, the coach that everyone loves to hate, um, because he's just a dick. Although I do anyway. We're not even. We're not. We're not even going to get into all the like pedestal pudding that's been happening over the last couple of days since this happened. uh, Since he resigned, so he officially resigned back in August. um, He was put on administrative leave by Major League Soccer for what were allegations that he made insensitive and inappropriate remarks. Um, So he's been on leave since the 1st of August. And so he resigned um, on the weekend and said, you know, like, it's been a difficult process, but I know I've made some mistakes and I plan to spend time reflecting and taking corrective steps to address what has transpired. What it is Nobody seems to know. Nobody is saying um, what was said. Was 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 he? Is does this? Does does anyone else think that this probably does this scream of racism? Is this? Whoa, is whoa, there whoa, something Chrissy, like whoa, what? Whoa, is, whoa, whoa, whoa! You can't say that. 
I you're can't. Sus- you're, you're suspended for at least a month now. Damn Karen, it. Karen, <laughs> Karen Carroll suggested that, and she got suspended, Kristen. So, <laughs> all right, you're out of here. No, uh, you're not. You're not going to be allowed at the stadium for a month, Kristen. <laughs> oh man. Oh no, not that. Um, <laughs> hey, Duncan, I have a ticket if you need it. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's fascinating that nobody has actually kind of come out and said, "Okay, well, this is kind of what it relates to as of yet." That yeah, it's just, like you know, absolutely, it was made and just nothing has come out yet. Mm. Which, I mean, which in MLS is like nobody has whispered in any of the athletic writers' ears, like nobody mm-hmm. at all. Come on. I mean, now, I'm presuming, like Kaylin Cow wasn't just like pulling that out of her ass. No. Yeah, she's that's... like spoken with somebody here or there and has like heard something here or there over the years. And so it's, yeah, it's probably something along these lines. But I, yeah. It's yeah. So no concrete information at all. It's, as to anyway, so so he's, he's resigned. Um, it will absolutely, unless unless the, the true story comes out and it is horrendous by American standards. Let me just put that out there. American sporting standards, which means he'd almost have to have killed someone for them to really care. Um, but anyway, he's his legacy, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, blah, 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 blah. Um, Richie Williams, longtime assistant, uh, has been appointed the interim coach um, for now. And currently he's going to, he's going to stay in that role. However, in an additional development, um, the team refused to play. They refused to practice. Um, was it yesterday, today? Uh, um, due to their unhappiness over Bruce resigning and the reasons, again, that we have absolutely no knowledge of. Um let me just find it here on my phone. Uh, da, 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 da. Locker room has been fractured over the investigation into arena. Several members of the coaching staff, including other assistants, uh, Joseph and Vandenberg, have publicly expressed their support for arena. So apparently they've been clashing already with uh, with uh, with uh, Richie Williams, Shalry Joseph, former player. Um and apparently, apparently the guys don't trust Richie. Um, so they, they they had a meeting where the owners and the ownership told them about the Bruce resignation. And then they didn't like that. So they had another meeting that lasted even longer with, with, the, with the coaching staff because they wanted to know more. And now they're still not happy. So they, um, they did not, they did not train and are unhappy. Um, which I find hilarious because Ooh. I don't know, has all of TFC ever refused to train before? <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's terrible. It's a terrible, it's a terrible tack to take. It's a terrible opinion, Kristen. How dare you? Um, but it's just, it's very interesting to see like, like somehow something has got to come out about this because if 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 the team or large parts of the team are fully, you know, on Arena's side and are now not wanting to like listen to the guy who's in charge, like I guess they were asking him like, what was your part in all this? Because something I read said that he had Williams had brought forth 
some concerns that led to this administrative leave. Um, anyway, it's a giant soap opera and it's very MLS. And it'll be interesting to see what the fallout is over this coming week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it's I say just weird that you know there's there's no actual information as to what the actual accusations or comments or whatever it is that's actually what it is. That's it can definitely that hasn't come out as of yet. And uh, yeah, it's kind of fascinating as to say, ah, okay, well, a lot of people, you know, uh, within New England seem to be you know, like they were kind of like happy with Bruce Arena and had no problems and everything. And so, yeah, I, you know, are those guys all just like problematic as well? Or was just Bruce not actually all that problematic? I, yeah, I am very excited to actually find out some sort of information and be able to figure out what I should think about this. Hell. I don't know. But, you know, I, am I sad that this happened to Bruce Arena? No. No. Yeah, I... I um, no. This... tack that, that MLS and its media handlers are taking does not instill me with any sort of confidence that uh, this was just a misunderstanding. I mean, it's clear. Yeah. I, I mean, I know I'm, I'm not... I feel like I'm stating, you know, the obvious, but I feel there's also a section of people who seem to think, well, he didn't admit wrongdoing, therefore he didn't do it. You know what I mean? Like, but he did admit wrongdoing. He even said it in his statement. Yeah, but you know, or oh, oh or at yeah, for sure, the, for sure, the depth of it, the context of it, the oh yeah, like because it hasn't been like word for word, like verbatim quoted yes. out into what the open that there's wrong. still yes. there's still a chance that you know this can be salvaged, and the fact that it, we're worried about salvaging is to me it's like bruce is the only person who doesn't really care about that legacy because if he did he'd know fucking better yes he would just know better but instead there's all these assholes who are working to make sure it just gets snuffed out and nothing is ever said and um i feel like uh it's funny because like when i think of kaylin kyle i'm I, I, the words overhyped, yeah, overproduced, uh, yeah, um, and and um, I don't know how she got picked for the Canadian national team. Are the phrases that come to mind? That being said, <laughs> I I never understood. Well, anyway, that's okay. That's that's another topic for another day. <laughs> um, to force her to apologize and suspend her is dog shit. Yeah. And that is not fucking fair to her or to anybody. And I, I, I unfortunately feel like there's, because there's no like alternative, it's not like she can say, uh, fuck Apple TV. I'm going to go work for ESPN because ESPN doesn't hire soccer commentators because they just don't, they don't need them. So, because she's kind of between a rock and a hard place and she's still kind of in the infancy of her post playing career. Uh, it's, it's just, 
I, I, I feel for her. I really like yeah. feel like she's getting unnecessarily punished. And whether or not she has proof or no proof or whatever, I feel like she's smart enough and media savvy enough to know that by her stating it means that she knows where it came from. Even if it wasn't written down as a quote, even it wasn't, she wasn't in the room when it happened. You wouldn't just say that as a throwaway statement in a podcast, in a, in an, in a XM radio show and not have it dwelled on for half an hour. It literally was one, one sentence and they moved right on. So like, that's to me that this whole thing is like really, really damning on Bruce Arena. And I just don't care what he says. I just hope they don't find a way to trot him out in five years on a, on a tour where everybody can thank him for everything he did for U.S. soccer. He can go fuck himself right into the ground. So. And I'm sorry, Kalen, not for all the comments about your career and how you present on television, but the way you're being treated. Because those are my opinions, those other ones. It's yeah, I'm sure you're perfectly fine, but it hurts sometimes. Anyway, um, yeah, back to you. Yeah, what Mark said, actually, all of it. No, even I, even the stuff about her playing, because I, I mean, I've yes. always felt that. Okay, thank you. No, 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 I was never a massive fan of her either. I always found her to be fine, you know. She, but there was probably like, other players that there could had play. To have been. You know, you but maybe maybe at that point in time there weren't. Who knows? The rest of the play. Like, um, did we seriously develop a ten out of eleven positions <laughs> and just forgot about that one? It's like, hey, I'm here. Oh, and I don't, I don't I even find her that. to be that good of a of a media personality. I don't think. No. I, I most most of the time I don't enjoy her. Yeah. Um. But yes, I agree with you in that she is being treated badly and unfairly and. It's incredibly MLS and yeah, they will, I'm sure that they have been twisting themselves in little pretzels over the next month, over the last month, trying to find any way to exonerate Bruce Arena. So anyway, let's move on. Uh, oh God, we just have like more people to talk about. I'm so sorry. Why do I put this in the rundown? Uh, Bob Bradley has a new job. That's right. Bob, in fact, has gone back to one of his former clubs um, and is taking over, what are they? They're in like 15th place or something. They're almost last. Um, uh, back in Norway. What's the name of the club again, Mark? What are they called? Uh, Stabæk. Stab Stabæk, thank you. Stabæk. I was like, I was like Stabby. Close F enough. FC Stabby. Well, it's like uh, the scrotums. Um... <laughs> <laughs> So he was their coach uh, 2014-2015 um, after uh, – did he leave Egypt or was he fired by Egypt? I cannot remember. Um, anyway, so basically they have hired him to coach the next 11 matches to try to get them uh, out of relegation. So apparently they're close and they think he can do it and obviously known quantity for them. Um Congratulations for, I guess, finding a new job. Uh, the man's held a lot of jobs, as we all know. Um, yeah. There you go. That's your Bob report. Yeah. 
Not much else to report on that, really. Yeah, no. 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 I think it's comments. Yeah, good for you. Sure. Yeah. yeah. What, I, I guess. What I, sorry. Well, what I find kind of funny is that uh, I know he's there to save a team from relegation, but they're at this moment they've got eleven games left to play, and they are three points from safety. Like it's it's yeah. not like they're it's it's not like he, he's making looking to make a. Uh, Ted Lasso-esque. Uh, that, that parallel actually runs it a little tighter than it should have. Uh, yeah, Ted Lasso saving... did not save Richmond from relegation. No, but he almost won them the Premier League. Well, in the end, yes. We will, we will never forget his sacrifice. Mm. But anyway, uh, but the thing is, is that as of, as of right now, they've at least lost their last five. <laughs> never seen so many red X's next to a last five. Um, oh, wait, oh, no, I have... No, I have. I feel like Bob did that in his last job. Anyway, um, <laughs> this will—he'll feel right at home. <laughs> oh yeah, no, this is this is ex- except he's inheriting the exes instead of causing them. So uh, yeah, it's not it's not an it's not an impossible task for him to recover this. I mean, uh, you know, if 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 we're gonna if we're gonna do another closer look at the Bob Bradley recovery plan in Norway uh we can go looking later as we're as we're closing in on the season to find out who the fuck are they playing and what's where they are in the standings because that might make a difference but uh uh good for him I mean if he gets if he gets half the heroes welcome fantastic you know all power all power to him well, the, the the club, obviously, they released a tweet, you know, Bob is back. And what was interesting was that it had a bunch of likes and almost no comments. So I don't know Did they if that them? just, I, I, I didn't go any deeper. I just took a quick look at like the screenshot of it. And I just saw like a bunch of likes and like one comment. And so maybe they locked it. Maybe they did. <laughs> I don't know. Fair, but anyway. To be fair, he did get them to the... Uh... Uh, he got them qualified to Europa League. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, so, like, like he was I could successful. See why he was he's regarded? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think he left on good terms. Like, I, I, I think I don't remember why he. I don't remember which where he jumped to next. But I, from what I understand, he left there on pretty good terms and left them in good shape. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. They don't have any. I don't think they have any ill will towards Bob. He went um, to La Havre. Oh, that's right. That's right. What a was, random I know trajectory. It was, a, it was just all over the place. It was very bizarre. But that's Bob. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's move on to uh, our least favorite yeah, topic. Yeah, oh, sorry. Sorry, just like breaking news here. I'm just like kind of looking through and apparently, you know, live. Has been signed? It's now sort of 2-0 for, for Calgary. Of, uh, oh. which I mentioned mainly just because the, the, the guy who scored is Dan Plump, and that's just a fantastic name. That's a great name. Yeah. Plump? That's a great Plump. name. K-L-O-M-P. Plump. Oh, even better. Dan yeah. Plump. Yeah, nice. usually, find, usually, usually find that guy with a bunch of hair in a drain. Yeah. yeah. Plump of hair. Exactly. Um, but anyway, yeah, it seems like Calgary are going to beat Halifax tonight. Mm, yeah. Was bound to happen. Anywho, carry on. Um, all right. So again, our, our least favorite topic of late um, is uh, uh, Ruby Alice, who has finally resigned um, from both his position 
as uh, president of the Spanish Football Federation, but also as vice president or whatever position he held within UEFA. Um, We are not going to discuss. His family realized that kind of what he did was wrong and that the oh hundred percent not Um, no fuck no not even close it's 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 the oh my god he's just a martyr he's oh we're not going to discuss the repulsive interview he did with Pierce Morgan because ew and the fact that I even said that man's name as well just I mean fills me with. Yeah, I mean, you you could arguably just said ew because it was Piers Morgan without even knowing. Yeah, oh yeah, exactly. That's yeah. This the two of them together, dear fucking gods. Um, Nothing says you know genuine self reflection. Yeah, exactly. Just some some element of remorse. There's going on Piers Morgan to announce it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and and he's not been. his, his, it's, he's not been lauded for his decision to go on that man's show either because it was very clear as to why you go on his show because he famously the sexist asshole and anyway if you're, you're you you go you go you go you find you find comforting ground in order to hold up your attempt at martyring yourself um so basically He's, he's, you know, what, what, what did he say? Why, why was he resigning? Uh, just because, you know, obviously he can't continue on in the job, you know, because um, they're just going to they're just going to continue to hound me until I leave. They won't let me do my job because the powers that be would stop me from returning to my job as part of his statement. Um, hmm. He has absolutely no remorse at whatsoever. Um, um, and, you know, is being, you know, he's being forced out and. Oh, this is controversy and such a victim. Oh, I know. He he is he is the real victim here. Absolutely. Jesus effing Christ. Um, so yeah, but hopefully um this helps as a stepping stone to one, get the focus back on the women's World Cup winning team. Um and also continuing to work to improve um, conditions uh, for Spanish football women female footballers, um, many of who've gone on strike over wages right now, which is also mm-hmm. fascinating and fun and good for them. Um, so yeah, it's an interesting time uh, in Spain and and, and in women's football. Um, sort of hoping that this whole thing you know, helps other other teams uh, in other federations that have been fighting for, for fair wages, that have been fighting against bad coaches, uh, abusive coaches, that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, it's really annoying that it's taken like three weeks plus for this to happen. Um, but it's done. Well, at least this part of it's done. So he's gone. Huzzah. Fuck you. You absolute fucking cock nozzle. So get the fuck out. Cock nozzle. Okay. Yeah. I really don't like him. But yeah. And, you know, again, just a, a great example for all the uh, cock nozzles out there. <laughs> uh, you know, if things come up, maybe it's best to actually kind of like you take a step back and look at things and try and think, huh, did I? Was that a bit wrong? 
you know, have some sort of self-reflection and sort of empathy for other people and you know, maybe just look at things honestly and admit that you maybe made a mistake. And, you know, I think if this guy had done that, it probably wouldn't have all come to this. So, you know, don't keep fucking, keep fucking digging and like denying reality and everything. And, you know, maybe things won't end up so bad. You know, you don't always have to be, you know, it's not a big fucking conspiracy against you. Yeah. Yeah, you fucked up. Own it. Jesus Christ. Learn. Actually learn. Try Mm -hmm. actually learn. I realize it's impossible, but try. I've got nothing to add to this particular uh, uh, news because we talked about this last week. However, I'd like to uh, late breaking news. Um, Halifax just had a cross header uh, into the back of the net denied, which would have tied up the game. It's currently 2-1 in the 82nd oh, minute sure. time of recording. Okay. Yeah, what? It's turning into a, it's turning into a thing. They had a penalty. Uh, Halifax had a penalty and, oh and, and converted. So, yeah. Anyway, back to you. That's exciting stuff. All right. Well, um, well, let's turn on to let's let's turn to something uh, more more interesting, and more exciting, and that is the uh, the WNTXNT squad for their upcoming Olympic qualifier series. I guess against Jamaica, the two two matches. Um, they play away on the twenty second and uh home on the 26th we will talk about the matches themselves more next week but um let's talk about the squad briefly and not a ton of change to this squad um really no sophie schmidt um but that was because she retired after the World Cup, um, and well, Alicia Chapman selected her anyway. Force her hand. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't retire. <laughs> no. Um, and Alicia Chapman, still here. Yeah. <laughs> who is unavailable due to personal reasons. No more has been given on that. Um, has not played uh, for her NWSL squad since the World Cup, so I'm not sure what's happening with that. But also. So, as much as I love Alicia Chapman, and of course, you know, owner of the quote, but, um, you know, again, she's up there, she's mid-30s, just, there are probably younger players, well, not probably, there are younger players that can move into that position now. She has served the XNT very well uh, over the years. Um, So, we've got Jade Rose uh, who is back now, uh, who missed the World Cup. Um, Bianca Saint-Georges is a new addition. Sydney Collins, who I still uh, really like, but I'm still sort of like learning more about them. And then uh, Marie Asmin Aladou, who was part of the pre-camp, um, pre-World Cup camp, but didn't make the final roster. But a lot of people have been expecting her uh, to make this squad and have a lot you know, I've seen a lot of positive chatter uh, about her online so that's good um but yeah otherwise um everybody else is 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 basically expected um so let's see you know obviously Kaylin Sheridan will be the number one keeper and then you've got Lucien Pro and Sabrina D'Angelo um 
Kadisha, Gabby Carl, Sydney Sydney Collins, Vanessa Gill, Ashley Lawrence, yay! Which is good because although she has been playing for her club, was very concerned for her during the World Cup. It was like, how injured is she? How bad is this? Because this is terrifying. Um, Jade Riviere, yay! Bianca Saint George, Jade Rose, and Shalina Zdorsky. Um, and so the midfield is actually what's really interesting and probably is sort of the most changed in terms of players we're not used to seeing uh, younger players. Um, so it's kind of a half and half mix. So you've got Quinn, obviously they, they will always be there as long as they're able to suit up. Uh, Jesse Fleming, got to have Jesse Fleming, uh, Julia Grosso, who has become a mainstay for the squad. And then, Marie Asman Aladou, um, Simia Wujo, who has been sort of in and out of the squad the last year or two, but doing well. And then uh, Olivia Smith. So that's sort of, you know, there's like, it's nice. It's nice to see some progression. Um, and then for uh, the forwards, um, Jordan Heidema, who seems to be selling in nicely in NWSL, uh, Chloe Lacasse. And this article is a few days out of late, but uh, Aston Villa's Adriana Leon. Mark, you now have a collector's item. No comment. That's bullshit. I get the shoes. She doesn't even play. She doesn't even turn out for them. She could have waited, played a game, and then go. (laughs) Did she not even play one game? No, she did, but like I didn't get the shirt until after she left. Yeah. Yeah. Or like she was there. Oh, she yeah, she was there. She, she literally just signed like two days ago. Yeah, like she was loaned to NWSL, and yes. that's when I got the shirt. Just thinking, oh, off season, she's gonna Perfect. she's gonna be in game shape, battle shape, go back, ready to kick the ass off of Chelsea women and Arsenal women, which is Chelsea and Arsenal. Why do I keep? Why do I do that? I'm not. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. And now it's fucking Villa. I mean, nothing wrong with Villa, but there's nothing right with Villa. Am I right? Come on. So I'm happy for her, to be to be fair. I'm happy for her. Well, I'm, I am I said to my dad that, like, good for her if it means she gets to play. Because she barely yes. played for United. Like, this is true. it was distressing. Um, and Adriana only does well when she's getting minutes. And I'm sure that's that's true for most players. I know, you know what I mean? It sounds like a, an obvious thing to say, but some players can sort of like keep their focus and stuff like that. But she still, she really needs to play in order to have that focus, I find. So um, yeah, I'm glad she's, that she's found a club. It's, it's, I just love the anomaly of God for, God for country, absent for club. Like, yeah. And and that's that's not just because of like recent appearances. That's like the last year and a half, two years. Oh yeah, like it's not just a small sample, guys. That's the that's that is a a chunk of the bio. It's she's been smashing them for Canada and can't get a sniff. Like it's just I find that very strange that she can't start or rarely get subbed. Like that's crazy to me. But anyway, that's opportunity as long i i've said this for anybody as long as they get minutes go somewhere that's great because the bench doesn't help 
Agreed. Um, Nichelle Prince, yay. Uh, Deanne Rose, who also has a new club, um, just signed with Leicester after um, leaving Reading at the end of last season. So that's good. She signed a two-year contract. Again, great to see her with a new club. Um, expect her to feature pretty regularly for them. So that's great. Uh, Cincy, of course, and uh, Evelyn uh, Viennes. So not a ton of surprises, really, again, but nice to see a few of these younger players somewhat, you know, a little bit still unfamiliar, um, featured. Um, but basically the World Cup squad with a couple of changes. Looks good. I'm 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 hoping that uh whatever headspace that they were in post World Cup, they can kind of shake off. Shake off and and resume service that we kind of anticipate. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean this this is for the Olympics now, you know. It's, it's our like tournament. The, I know. It's our time, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a, like, yeah. No. We no, got over that mundane yeah. dog shit tournament that is the World Cup. Yeah. What does it even mean? Yeah, whatever. Anyway? But the Olympics, that's where the big boy big girls play. The Never big people it. play. That's where the big There we go. Play. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Has Andre de Grasse ever won a, a women's world cup? No, no. right? The Olympics. Yeah, you see, yeah, the, this is where it matters. Like, mm-hmm. Um and also so yes, yeah, so they've got the they they do Canada, the XNT does they have a, a good record against Jamaica, um, who admittedly, you know, are coming on and had a good World Cup, better in Canada. Um, so, you know, no no shade to them. They, these are not going to be easy matches, but just if they can sort of remember that they actually know how to beat this team or have beat this team more than once, that that will be a good thing. Um, the home match is basically sold out. Uh, here in Toronto, which is fantastic. So that's going to be, you know, massive crowd, hopefully a massive home crowd. We have all certainly been at games against Jamaica where that has not always been the case. So <laughs> time will tell. But uh, hope- hopefully uh, get to see lots of uh, our our local listeners uh, at that match. Um yeah, should be a good time. Again, we'll talk about those matches next week. But huzzah. And yeah, again, I think this is I mean, this is a good squad to take into these two matches. I think it makes a lot of sense um, to not shake things up too, too much, um, but to continue to slowly bring those younger players in um, as the as these positions turn over. And again, a lot of it is midfield. And so that's not a surprise. And that'll be good. All right, time for the last segment. All right, 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 right. Hang on, hang on. Uh, let's go. Maestro. With, let's go with this one, just because the name makes me laugh. <laughs> What's it called, Mark? Honky Tonk Rag. <laughs> of course it is. 
Way too upbeat. But we're going to talk about TFC versus Vancouver. Yeah, it's way too upbeat. Um, so <laughs> we are in the what's coming up portion of this week's show. Um, and uh, we are going to talk about TFC versus Vancouver this week. TFC uh, has been off for the last uh, week or so. Um, and this match is all about redemption. No, I have no idea what this match is all about. Um see if Toronto can build off of their surprising win against Philly. Um, see if injured players have continued to regain fitness. Um, you know, is Michael Bradley, you know, he's played the last two matches. Um, you know, is Victor Vasquez a possibility for longer than five minutes? Um, I know. Is CJ Zapong back? Uh, apparently, uh, Ranchevich has been practicing uh, after his surgery, so that's good. Um, no Sean Johnson, though. Uh, Romero is back from international duty, though, so that's good. We're good there. Um, trying to think of who else was on that injured list. Anyway, there's some positives, you know, for them. But really, really, this match is about um, Richie Larea coming to town and also Sam Ed Bay because we all love Sam Ed Bay. but um, it's the return of Richie and will we see the, tr- you know, the, the, the traditional Richie dark arts against his former club, you know, cause he knows them. Right. So he would know who to, who to nudge or to flail against and so on and so forth. Would you not think mm. like, do we see a vintage Richie, I really want this foul slash penalty performance or not. I'm saying no, yes. It's absolutely going to happen at some point. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now, I feel like he did not leave in a, like really in a negative manner, right? Like we don't know what the negotiations were like between him and, and TFC, but it doesn't seem like, it was as um, a negative parting of the ways as has been perhaps with some former players. So do you think, is he coming in with a chip on his shoulder or just, just Richie who likes to play hard? I think it'll probably be the latter. I I can't, like, you can, you can be, you can hate your, you can be angry at your former employer, but still like the guys you played with. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, though, if he wanted to have a go at some of the defenders because of just the lapses that he's experienced over the last season, um, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't fault him. But mm-hmm. uh, to be perfect, yeah, to be honest, I, I kind of feel like I know we want that to happen. We were like just from the talking points, bad blood narratives. I I think we want that to happen. I don't think it's gonna happen. I will it will he go hard into a tackle? Yeah, that's Richie fucking Larea. That's what he does. So 
I don't expect it to be malicious. I just expect it to be that very fine line of recklessness. Yeah, same. I mean, I don't think like you said, there's any hard feelings. It was probably, presumably, you know, his loan went out and there was talks of, all right, you know, this is what I feel like I'm worth. Is there any way at all that you can sort of you know, work things out to be able to sign me at this rate? And just say, yeah, no, we, we can't really do that. We've got these really expensive people over here. And um, yes, yeah, so all we can do is offer you this. And at that point, it was just like, okay, well, this is business in MLS. Shit happens. And find somebody else who would be able to uh, sort of pay him more. Um, so yeah, I can't imagine there'd be hard feelings, but yeah, I think, you know, obviously he knows uh, a lot of people on the team. He's probably friends with a lot of people on the team and, you know, maybe doesn't like some of the people on the team. Who knows? But I feel like either way, whether it's about like friends or whatever, I feel like, you know, he's got that kind of uh, sort of like shit disturbing personality that I feel like he would absolutely fucking love to, uh, you know, just to con one of his friends into sort of getting a yellow card or giving up a penalty or what have you and would uh, very happily, um, you know, win a game against his uh, friends and try and sort of goad them into sort of reactions and that sort of thing. I think, you know, he's a, he's just a bit of a shit disturber and I can 100% see him sort of relishing this kind of uh, contest. Challenge? And, Yes, <laughs> relishing the, uh, the the shit that he can disturb with these colleagues that you know that, he's, that he knows, and you know he maybe kind of like knows a little bit. Oh, okay, this is something I can do that's really going to fucking annoy this guy, and uh, can you know he can like have a little bit of insight into what buttons he can push to uh, to uh, cause issues. I feel like you know he would be uh, all about that sort of thing. I'm, I'm expecting a, a vintage uh, Richie Larea make shit happen performance for better or worse for TFC or Vancouver. I, I'm not really sure exactly how it's going to go, but um, <laughs> Richie Larea will be the main character of this game. I yeah, I think there's a yeah, I think that's sort of everyone's eyes are going to be are going to be on him, um, which is fine, you know, like. We, we, we love us some Richie, right? So um, Toronto, obviously not in any sort of playoff anything, right? We already know this. Uh, Vancouver in a playoff position. You know, they're in sixth place right now. They've, uh, they, they drew their last match, won the previous two before that. So, you know, unbeaten in three. And... Um, you know, are doing, you know, they score some goals, but they're not defensively great by, by any stretch. Um, I actually think uh, they're, yeah, they're about, they're pretty much on par with Toronto defensively. They just score more goals because, well, Toronto doesn't score any fucking goals, right? So, um, Duncan, you might get your favorite type of match this Saturday. Bit of a, uh, bit of a defensive shit show. A, uh... Indeed, Ooh. this is this is what I'm this is what I'm expecting, just for you, just for you, Duncan. Um, but yeah, because neither team have been that great about keeping goals 
out of the net overall throughout the season. Um, but obviously Vancouver in much better shape and uh, unless they completely fall apart over the, over, over the stretch, they should make the playoffs uh, no problem. So let's uh, let's move on to watch for this one gentlemen other than Richie Larea because we're all watching Richie but let's pick hey, somebody else. no um yeah. also also a fa- that's a fair choice you know it is uh, they've they've both played since they both joined Vancouver they've both played every match since then so expected no um the, I'm 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 forever watching Hamilton's own Ryan Raposo so uh I, I hope he where he is yeah you know what I I even I sometimes wonder if he does. Mind you, he's got like 19 appearances, so it's not like he's just wasting away on a subs bench. Maybe gets a run out. Like he does get, he does get some meaningful minutes, which is which is great because I often worry for the kid. But like he's but he's it's a lot of starts. Yeah, it's that's what I was gonna say. He's got like a a a fair number of substitutes, but that's how he's kind of always been used. Short, yeah. shy of cup games. So, um, but still, I'm, I'm hoping for the hoping for the lad. Um, yeah, yeah. I think, you know, he's uh, at a could be obviously. Ryan Gold seems like you say he's this guy's genuinely a good, uh, a good player. Uh, you know, the the Scottish Messi, as some people may call him, uh, oddly. But um, yeah, he seems like he's uh, actually a good player, so he, he can make things happen. What's um, what's gone wrong with uh, is, is Russell is Russell Hybert injured? Like he's barely played this season. I feel like he's just a bit old, and he's just kind of like always there and as well. Yeah, okay, but yeah, you know, yeah, he's never been oh amazing, what have you, and. He's getting no, but a- for a while, for a while he was kind of like the guy, right? So, yeah, I think he. Actually, no, I don't. I don't know what the what his situation is. I, I'm <laughs> not seeing anything on an injury report, at least unless I'm at the wrong place again. No, no, I'll look too. Um. Oh well. Uh, what did I say? I just because I liked his name. I scrolled past it. Laborda. I just like the name. Um, but also, um, Ahmed, uh, who, mm. you know, had the, the scary moment in the Voyager's Cup, but has still, you know, has, has had some nice moments, put in some nice, some nice shifts for them. And uh, seems like, you know, an appealing young man and want good things. So I uh, I will keep an eye on him. Fair. That's fair. I I do I I do enjoy the name Alessandro Shop. Vasilinovich. Shop. Alessandro is the first. Yes. Yeah. That's uh. Is he Argentinian? That uh, I wish he's Austrian. Which is exactly where I would guess because. Like that's fairly close to the border, so. But uh, anyway, yeah, yeah, that's that, that's a that's a, that's a fun collision of first and last names. I wish it had his middle that's name. That's great. That would be the deal. That would be the tiebreaker. 
<laughs> Let's see what Wikipedia which, says. Which, which parent won? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Andre. Well, that doesn't fucking help. <laughs> that was the compromise middle name. <laughs> yeah, with the accent over the E. So it's Alessandro Andre Schopf. Like, okay, you know what? Fuck this. Okay, I'm. That's that ruined my day. But Mark, 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 his, 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 all three initials, he's aws. Whatever. That doesn't help me. It would be better. Honestly, it'd be funny if it was I know. That's why it's a little I'm trying. Austrians. Am I right? Am I right? Yes. (laughs) No, he's no way. That's for sure. Shout out Uh, to, uh, uh, what's his name? Dahomey. Uh, yeah, it's always fun. Great name. Watching uh, the Vancouver games with Roger Spoon. His name comes up, and then she opens it. Rolling with the homies. Ah, yeah. uh, nice. <laughs> every time, it's delightful. Oh, it's that's good. I like that a lot. Thing. Not paying attention to also just hear the name, and it's like, oh, with, with the uh, like the um, like so with the headphones and everything. Yeah, the, yeah, there's a specific sort of like little dance thing that she'll do to it. Yes, oh, there is, 100%. It's from Clueless. Yes. Yeah, something like that. No, it's exactly what it's from. Brittany yeah, Murphy. Okay, sure, whatever. I, yeah. No, it is, Duncan. Just admit it. <laughs> just agree with I don't me. Know why we're, I don't know why we're tripling down on things we all agree on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm not denying it, but, you know, whatever. But, um, yeah, that's yeah, just... Every time she hears his the name, it was just very instinctive. Rolling with the homies. That's awesome. Mm. All right. Well, then, predictions for this game, gentlemen. Three mm. two Toronto. Terry Dunfield comes off the bench to score the injury time winner. Twist. I mean, I was going to say three two Toronto just because, but I like your version. That's pretty good. Um, Mark? Man, um, I, I do also want uh, three goals from Toronto, but then I also don't want Vancouver to score three goals. So I'm going to go 2-1. I know. I walked it back as soon as I got there. You I, really I just, did. Like, there was – really, I was – I was I was a twi- I was like waiting, like, waiting, well, and like, then you just like to be to be perfectly fuck off. To be perfectly fair, Duncan's three two was pretty sweet, but I feel like that's a weird klaxon to aim for. That's that's all. It's not, I, I love know. it. I, I love feel the like three, I've been pressured into lesser klaxons than that, so I'm just saying. Been. But my point is, is that <laughs> I want Duncan's to stand alone. I really like the three two though. All right, so but we're we're predicting a Toronto win here is what we're all saying. Yeah, huzzah! Positivity all around. Who knew? Mm. All right. Well, let's 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 end the show on that positive note then, because nice. there's nothing else to talk about. All right. Please do join us next week and find out if our positivity was warranted. See if anything happens mm. to change the KMPL standings uh, mm. as we preview the XNT's upcoming Olympic qualifier matches against Jamaica and whatever else in the world of football is interesting or amusing to us. I have been joined by these two fine gentlemen to be found out there on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Hello. 
Apparently the Pony Boys won. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh look, nothing changes. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> on the tweet machine at Kitner and Mark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Thank you to everybody who continues to support our our podcast via Patreon. We appreciate it forever. Uh, we sell shirts. You can go find those on our Zazzle shop. Sell the stuff Tony did. Still fantastic. You can check them out on the link on our website, vocalminority.ca. And uh, yeah, I uh, I really wanted Halifax to pull that one out. I just I was Seriously. watching it. It it looks it looks their ground at night looks positively non-league it's fantastic <laughs> like it's just barely enough lighting ready <laughs> as fuck if all it needs are is like one wall of just the most random local sponsors and you could you could lie to me and tell me that this is anywhere in conference north i'd believe it so conference north is the best conference i've heard yeah fuck the south or the east yeah. <laughs> Conference yeah, East really. Those guys. Whatever. Mm. All right. As for me, you could find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I have been your host, Kristen Knowles. And until next week, Canada, get used to it. So good interneting today, Kristen. I don't feel like anything really went wrong. That's that's pretty good. Well done. Yay. Mm.